0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM.
2: Welcome to hour number two of the Expanded Inside Sources. I am Scott Simpson. I'm here with Kate Klunt. We're co-hosts of KSL at Night, filling in today for Boyd Matheson. Boyd's show is on every weekday from 1 to 3 p.m. on KSL News Radio, and we're just happy to be here. Come along for the ride today.
3: We really are just happy to be here. <clears throat> Indeed. <laughs> so
2: we've been talking about, obviously, Queen Elizabeth's passing and the, and the transition that's going on in the United Kingdom. We now have King Charles III. And there's lots of intrigue uh, around that, but uh, you know, I've always wondered when I worked in Washington, my office was in the Hart Senate Office Building. My office, the place where I worked, was in this. It wasn't your office. Yeah, it wasn't my office. I was (laughs) employed by somebody who had an office on Capitol Hill, and the the battle lines for the War of 1812 went right through the building. Like it was, it was right there. And and you know, the British took the Capitol, Mm -hmm. and and I, you think about. The Queen, any sovereign, British sovereign, that would come and have a conversation in the building that the army she now commanded had <laughs> taken and burned. Like you know that that just is a fascinating thing to think about, um, and and the relationship our country has had with that. It's fa- it's just interesting that we have linked up so deeply mm-hmm. in in sort of world events in in policy obviously we share a common language there's lots of heritage that that comes from that but they were our enemy at the beginning of this country
3: but she plays a big role in that right like her personality her her long reign her ability to create relationships i think
2: well and you brought up that if you look at the arc of this country the mm-hmm. 250 year arc she's she's been the the leader of that country she's represented that half of the equation for 70 years right That's, yeah Almost a third (laughs) of the life of our country, she's been the leader. That's really staggering.
3: It's true. Well, we get to actually talk about the intersection of two of my favorite things, which is the royal family and Mm -hmm. Congress, which Mm -hmm. don't seem like they would go together, but they do. And luckily, we have Nancy Vu here with us. She's a congressional reporter for Politico's Congress Minutes, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about Queen Elizabeth's special relationship with Congress.
2: Welcome, Nancy.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me on, Scott and Kate.
2: So tell us, Nancy, uh, what what did she do? What was her relationship with Congress?
1: Well, from a lot of what I've spoken with, with some of the lawmakers, they've revered her as a staple of the monarchy. Right. There have been a couple of lawmakers that have met her um, within the last, let's say, 10, 20 years. And a, a good example is like Senator Tim Kaine um during her unofficial visit to the US she actually visited the state of Virginia and mourned with um Virginia's constituents 2 weeks after the 2007 Virginia tech shooting and that was one of the you know anecdotes that he'd given me on his fond memories of the queen so in regards to the relationship between lawmakers and between the queen, a queen herself, a lot of it stemmed down to diplomacy, right? And her extending a lot of kindness and them just, you know, building relationships from there.
3: How, how many times did the Queen visit Congress and, and what were those interactions like?
1: Well, it, there were limited times in which she visited Congress. But I think the most monumental one was her 1991 joint address to Congress, um, and it was the fir- it was unprecedented in the sense it was the first time a British monarch actually gave an address to Congress, uh, and sh- she spoke during that time about the spirit, the shared democracy uh, that the UK and the US shared. You know, the, the at the time, it was um, the end of the Gulf War, and it was also gearing towards the end of the Cold War, so the, the US and the UK had gone through a lot together, and uh A lot of people throughout her speech gave standing ovations, was clapping, and they were just very much respectful towards the queen and and the fact that she uh, gave time of her day to talk to lawmakers.
2: And there's this cute story that I read about hats and her hat and, and the rules of the house. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes. So anybody that has visited the House chamber knows that there are very strict rules of decorum and dress code. And the House speaker at the time, Tom Foley, he actually lifted one of the rules to accommodate to the queen and her chapeaus. So
0: I well,
2: love that. <laughs> I do, too. And, I, you know, they suspend their rules all the time. Like, you know, they do if, if they can do for much ri- dumber things. Yeah. Right? If they can do ridiculous <laughs> continuing resolutions in perpetuity, they can definitely make room for, for the queen and, and her hat for sure.
1: I agree. Yeah, absolutely. And other rules that they lifted the, that day was also or rather that they instituted was that the queen um, wasn't fond of shaking hands. And that's usually a common thing all throughout the House chamber. So, you know, they had to make sure they, that they gave the queen her space. She
3: was ahead of her time in not wanting to shake hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nancy, really quickly, could you tell us how members of Congress are remembering the queen and paying tribute to her following her passing?
1: Yeah. So um, after her passing, a lot of members on the floor gave tributes to the Queen. Um before uh, her passing. Mitch McConnell actually gave a lot of kind words when we, he was alerted of her medical state. And he, he honored her by saying that the decades of her reign saw a really special relationship between the two countries that literally changed the word, world. That was his words. Um, And a lot of members that have met her, for example, uh, for example, Senator Ben Cardin, I was talking to him the other day, and he actually heard the news through me, I told him that the Queen had passed and he uh, basically his eyes were in shock and was like, No, really, it's the end of an era. Mm -hmm. And gave an anecdote about how he stayed up late as a young boy to watch her coronation as a Queen. So this just gives an indication of how much How many people have grown up with the queen and saw her reign as she, you know, developed as one of the most well-known leaders in the free world?
2: Politico's Congress Minutes reporter Nancy Vu, thank you for joining us on Insight Sources today.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me.
2: Well, coming up, we're going to be talking on Insight Sources about big tech and whether or not we should regulate them and what our relationship is with these huge tech platforms. Next.